Hey everybody, it's Mac Powers. I'm a seed saver, author, gardener, teacher, entrepreneur, and family guy, and I teach people all over the world how to live more regeneratively so that they can have that abundant future that we all want. And I'm talking today about feeling stuck, being trapped in that day job, that dead end. Ugh. Are, you, are, you, are you hungry for that change? Because if you are hungry, if you're ready to take that leap, then this is the video for you, okay? So, so sit down, get that pencil out and that paper out and get ready because we're gonna go through some things right now and you are going to come away with some real insights onto where you are really meant to head. So maybe print out the, uh, the worksheet that's, that's below and you can follow along or just do it with your own notepad right now or you can do it mentally while you're driving if you're driving. But let's dive into this because I want to empower you and I want to liberate you from the circumstances that you are in right now. And I can do that in, in this video. <laughs> or at least can start you in the process of doing it in this video. So let's just get going. Number one, okay, I want you to pick your passion. Now, so many of us just immediately be like, oh no, I, I'm this, this is who I am, this is what I'm good at, this, you know. But many of us need to take time, many of us who answered the quickest need to take time too, to excavate and to pull off the layers of expectations, obligation, um, things that we've inherited from our parents, maybe our, our schooling, maybe our spouses and our children, you know, they're influencing us all, in, you know, in, in good ways and bad ways. But the reality is we need to just let go of all of that and see what is there. And this may take a week and this may take a whole day. This may take, you know, you sitting around and just reflecting on all this stuff, maybe t doing the seven levels deep, which is the Dean Graziosi, you know, uh, method he talks about in the Millionaire Success Habits, where you ask why seven times, but not in an annoying way, but in a reflective, gentle, honoring way. So you're like, I'm doing this for my kids. And they're like, wow, that's really amazing. You started this business to do it for your kids why are you doing it for your kids? And then you go deeper, especially if you start honoring and you switch from, you know, speaking from your mind, your head to speaking from your heart. And so you get to these deep, deep truths and <coughs> that kind of passion, that kind of insight really empowers us and allows us to focus on what really matters, what's really important. So once we find out what our true passion is, we can move on to number two, which is finding the needs of those in our environment, in our ecosystem, in our social circles that overlaps with our passion. So it's that Venn diagram, right? And that overlap is our calling. That's our mission. So we may have so much passion for this. We may love this. And we may find that the world just isn't into it, but it may be how we're using it. It may be, the reality is, if you respond to that with this part of your talent and you connect those two things, suddenly you found your life's purpose. And many of us, you know, we, we immediately go to that negative voice being like, oh, you know, that's too niche. Oh, that's, you know, there's not a people that will support that. The reality is you need to reach the people. 
Um, many of us think that you know certain jobs, certain uh, hobbies, certain ideas, certain concepts just won't make money. Um, there are people who've written books, you know, happy for no reason. Um, people who are millionaires because they're good at knitting. Okay, so the reality is if you just find out how your, the, the actual need out in the world aligns to your actual passion, no matter how small that spark is, it can be fanned into this huge flame because the reality is there's so many people and we're all so well connected that we can reach them, you can reach them if you work with the right people, if you're marketing, you're, you're targeting this, um, you're finding these people and you're providing them with serious value and we'll, we'll get into that later. But the next step after that step number two, you're, you're finding that overlap. Next step is number three, which is to make your plan. So step it out. You're gonna figure out how to take your passion and that actual need, that real need, that deep need in the world and actually make them connect in a powerful, meaningful way that iteratively goes out and regenerates as it goes and gets stronger as it goes. So it has to be designed like an ecosystem, like the, the secession of guilds. So when you're starting out, you don't have a team and then you go on to having a small team and then you go on to having a big team. This is the secession. These are the different elements of that ecosystem of your business in that different stage of growth. So we have to plan it out and make it a, a life cycle like that. You have to see how it would actually scale. It's really important. Business plans that, that can't scale, that don't have scale built in into their plan, aren't designed for you know, a, a life plan for that business, aren't designed for a life plan for you, and you don't have a long enough vision to see it um, strongly through each step. Because the reality is when we look to that far mountain, it carries us through these smaller mountains and valleys in such a purposeful way, but when you're just looking at every little peak, it has this exhausting kind of, all right, where are we going again? Okay, the one of these next peaks, and you're constantly making decisions that are small, micro, micro decisions, instead of having that guiding goal to guide you. And um, like I said, you know, you're looking at, at your nose, you're looking at these smaller things and not seeing the actual true landscape of where we need to be heading. And so making that life plan for your business, that long-term business planning, holistic, you know, holistic management of a business is completely like vital. So make your plan and then we're gonna do the next step, which is test it. So we have to take the steps to actually bring it to the people who have taught us, the people who um, will be our audience the people who are our peers in, in that market, um, and then our friends and our family, but make sure you do this with a salt shaker and understand that their opinions don't necessarily match your vision. So they may have an opinion about this, and that may lead to a completely different vision. And this is why it's so critical that we have our plan out like this because then you see the trajectories of all the other ideas very easily. And you're like, no, that won't work out because in six months from now, I need to do this with that area. And they're like, oh, well, what's, what's the plan? Because they don't, I mean, everyone's reaction, 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 critical, critical, poke, poke, poke. And 
when we create these plans and then we go out into the world and test it and we get all this feedback, it really gives us some richness, especially if we can show it in that long-term view, that long view, because then people start thinking that way and you're helping those people out, but then they critique in that way and then it really helps you out, helps us all out. And then from this, you've gone to the experts, so now they're gonna give you some feedback and and you know it may be painful it may be go back to the beginning it may be you know you need to work on this skill this is bad or something like that but the reality is if you take that on and you come back to them stronger showing them that you not only took their advice but you made it so that it was professional response what do i mean by professional response well that you responded at that professional like 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 uh, you know like a professional level so that you like I worked with Dr. Lane Ingham and she was like you're the first person that's really taken my advice on board and really made the permaculture soils understandable in a way that's so scientific and well cited and and it was because I had done that it created this this rapport because I had taken on all the criticism and responded, she then felt like I represented her. And it transformed this. So not only did I take that critique on and, and really allowed it to transform what I was working on, when I did that, it honored her and it created this relationship where suddenly I'm representing her. So then the mentors, you know, will be there to promote you and support you and give you, you know, nice reviews and nice things said about your products because you represent them in their work and because you show that they helped you out and you're transparent. Now, after you get mentoring, after you, you know, refine your products and you're showing this to your audience, your audience is like, holy cow, this is so cool. They're working with experts. They're getting, they're, 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 they're organizing and weaving this rich tapestry for us all to be able to partake in and, and to enjoy. And then we're, we're bringing that value. So we're advertising, we're sharing, we're being open. We're talking about this with our audience, our peers, our mentors, our family. Everyone knows what's going on. There's no secrets here. This isn't like a bang kind of surprise. This is warming them up and getting everyone talking and thinking about and spreading the image of your success in their minds. And you're also doing the, the necessary work and everyone's like, well, he did his due diligence. He's, he's been working on this for a while. I don't know, I've been watching him. You know what I mean? Um, and so we have to now really bring value. And so that's the only way to really get value. We need to bring value. And it starts the reciprocity in the market, it starts the reciprocity in the world. And so, I don't know if you've noticed on my website, but I give away Permaculture Student 1 and Permaculture Student 2 textbooks as free ebooks, as PDFs. And a lot of people are like, holy cow, you know, that's over 500 pages of cited amazing information that, got, you know, covers the PDC and then it covers, you know, everything beyond that. And it, it, it's just too much to give away, a lot of people think. But the reality is, is if we want to really serve at our highest level, we need to sell people what they want and give them what they need. Dean Graciosi also talks about this. And I think this is absolutely true. Because in many ways, people, um, 
need to be attracted. They need to be invited. No one can be forced. No one can be pushed with fear, anger, hatred to really adopt things on a deeper, deep, deep level as a definition of who they are in an honoring, powerful, and empowering way. And so um, I really do believe that um, when we give these things to other people, we honor them and we show how much we trust them with that value and it creates this deep relationship between you and your customers. And, and so I, I really think that um, they know, my customers know and the people that download that book know how much I care. They know how much it would hurt me to know that if I held back what I have, that it hurt them. And I want to bring value at such a high level of this world that everything that I do is a gift. And it's part, you know, participating in the gift economy even if it's not you know, given freely. And I do have scholarships, I give things away free, the PDFs, and I, I, I have payment plans and all those sorts of things. So there's a scale and everyone can get in if they want to get in. You know, I don't deny people, um, I let them all in. Uh, but we talk first. <laughs> so, and you could do it however you want. You could have a donation-based crowdfund, Patron-based uh, system. It's all up to you. But bringing real value, maybe it's the first chapter of your book or your audio book, maybe it's a worksheet, maybe it's seeds and seed samplers, maybe it's um, an event, a free event in your local area or a service. Whatever it is, the idea is that you're giving a gift out into the world and you're really showcasing what you have to offer. And so people get to see the value you bring into the world. And because you're doing it so transparently and you've been sharing along the way and connecting yourself to everyone in service along the way, they see your values. And then they get to connect it to their values. And when they take that in, they find it valuable and they, 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 they live those values. They to embody those values. So this is really powerful because when we can create things that affect people's identity at that core level of empowerment, we literally are shifting our culture. Because guess what? All those other you know, degenerative products cannot fundamentally deeply empower us because of the implicit problems that went in to their creation, the, the degradation, the inequality, the injustice, the destruction, um, the pollution, the, uh, the social injustice. The reality is when we take full responsibility and participate in a transparent system where every step is pure, every step is clean, every step honors the people involved and the people involved are happy and joyous, then we come out with a completely different product that is holistically different. And if you want to argue this point, please go and check out what happens to water when people pray over it. Because the reality is we are more than 70% water. And when we have joy in ourselves, we literally affect the molecular structure of our bodies and the way water behaves in our body. And we know that also we release chemically the, 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 the emotion of joy. And then we affect everything around us energetically with 
those vibrations and that's why it's affecting that. So if we want the best food, not just people you know, being treated well, not just the animals being treated well, the plants being treated well, the soils being treated well, but the actual products being the highest quality on all levels, we really need to think about this. We really need to think about the intentions that we have. We all know this. I mean, when someone does us a favor and they do it grudgingly, they're like, well, fine, here you go. It doesn't feel the same way at all as someone who is so excited to give it to you. It is this precious thing that they have so much joy and they just, they love it so much that they know that you're gonna love it and they want to give it to you so bad. I'm getting chills right now just thinking about this. And I want to give it to you so bad. And that is the kind of difference that real value and exchange brings. It's hard to explain until you feel it. And I hope that you felt it right then. And if not then, I know you have in your life. Real gift giving, real care communicates on a deep, energetic, emotional level. And when we can really give that value, when we can impart that value in the products, we literally are energetically changing our culture, changing the world around us, changing our bodies, our minds, and our health, and opening up possibilities that were not there before. I hope that that these six steps have been really instructive for you because the last step kind of, you know, touches upon them all and it goes bounces, you know, among them all because you're going to have to touch base with all of these different points again because the last step is to endure. So you're going to have to, you know, touch base and deeply keep in touch always in contact with your passion. And, and sometimes reconnect because you get off course because you're thinking about the business side of things. You have to go back to your passion. And then sometimes, you know, you forget about those needs. You get too much into your passion and you, you dislocate maybe a little bit. And then you need to reconnect with those needs and reconnect with being understanding instead of just being understood. And then you need to retouch base with your plan, you know. You need to adapt your plan at times because Nature's always changing and so are we. And so we then need to test these new changes and talk to our mentors and experts and our peers and our audience about all these things as we do it so we get a real clear idea of, of what to expect from the changes that we are making as we're making them so we can be nimble and respond appropriately and, and get more coaching, more mentoring and more education as we go to enhance and also grow with our audience. If we're not growing with our audience, then we're stagnating and our audience will start stagnating with us. And then lastly, we need to continuously bring value. And doing all this, going back to this, is how we endure. Because the reality is, when we are having our hardest times, we need to change course, we need to touch base with who we are, we need to connect to our network and get the support that we need, the feedback we need, the insights that we need, and then we need to respond by bringing even greater value or new value to 
our audience, to the market, to the world. And that's what's happened for me repeatedly. You know, when I left Baker Creek, I, I didn't have any money in savings and I didn't have enough money to get us back to California and let alone pay for rent or anything like that. So I was in this super crunch time period and what happened was I went back to my plan. You know, I went back to my passion, you know, and I started talking to my network and I came up with this idea and I launched Permaculture Gardening. And I raised enough money to, to get to California and get my family there, get us into a house. And then I had to, you know, run out of money again. And then I had to come up with something else. And I came up with regenerative entrepreneurs and experts, regenerative entrepreneurs and educators. And the reality is this is what's so powerful is that we have been able to continuously adapt and create and respond to the actual needs out there that are rooted in my passions. Finding that overlap over and over and over again has been the key to adaptation for me and launching myself into the next value that I can provide. And I'm always looking at how that I create this larger value that's connected to all these smaller values so that I can lead people through growth and iteration. Because the reality is um, everyone wants to be part of a progression. They don't want, you know, just a, a one-off. They want the trilogy. They want the series. <laughs> they want that real progression of growth. They want a better life. And for many of us, you know, that, that first part of being an entrepreneur, that first three to five years, which requires the most endurance, is the scariest. One of the hardest things for entrepreneurs to do is to endure. Because what happens is they run out of money, they overinvest, they improperly invest, they um, miscalculate, they like all these different, they, they, they misjudge. Um, their plan doesn't work out. They have to change the plan intent. All these things will happen and they will have to endure through those processes. And so going back to your passion, going back to the real need, going back to all these different steps along the way allows us to get through those challenges and overcome them. In many ways, it's a mental thing though, endurance, the idea that we will have these obstacles coming our way and that we will have to rely upon these steps to overcome them is how we approach them with the best mindset. And so when we design properly, when we touch base with these steps, and when we have the expectation that we'll need to have this mindset of endurance and determination, then we are prepared. We are ready to launch into our regenerative business. And I hope that this has sparked your enthusiasm and your excitement. Because the reality is, it's up to you. I can talk here all day, I can present all the things, I can talk about all the things that I have done, but it's really up to you to take the challenge, to follow through and make this a reality. You can do this. I'm Matt Powers. You can be a regenerative entrepreneur. You can launch yourself out of that day job and get out of that situation. You can be your own boss. 
You can be the one that decides the tempo and direction of your life. And you can grow abundantly, learn daily, and live regeneratively.